What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shooters Gotta Shoot. I am Erica Spera. I'm Molly Demilier. And uh, today our guest is Mara Merrick from that. <laughs> Welcome on the pod. <laughs> and she has her own very great podcast, Happy Never After. Yes. yes. Hi. Thank you. Thanks so much for coming on. Uh, before we get to our juice with Merrick, <laughs> I've been, I'm sorry, I've been messing up. <laughs> I can't even explain what I'm messing up. Erica's bad at names. Yes. It's it's a thing. We all have our, our crosses to bear. Mara you know. Merrick. Nailed it. I've been messing up Mara's name. We've known each other. <laughs> you know what? I primarily read it in text form. So <laughs> And we know anyway. how that goes. Anyway. Before we get to the juice of Mara, which we're very, very excited to have on the pod, because she has hell of stories yeah. <laughs> to share with us, and a true shooter at heart. Uh, we have a fun update of Molly did the challenge already of yeah. make yourself go to one social event per week. It doesn't say you have to go solo, but it recommends solo. Yeah, and I did it. I usually like hate going places alone, um, so I was really nervous, and I was texting friends. Uh, it was backup. It was our friend Lev, who's on the podcast recently. Uh, it was his birthday, so shout out. Happy belated birthday to Lev. And he was having a little party. Eric was out of town, and it happened to me like everybody was busy. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go by myself, and I did. I got a man's number. There Ooh. you go. Whoa. Exactly. Easy to approach. Yeah. I thought it was so fun. And the other thing I was telling you, Erica, earlier was that in a setting like that, it was really good of like for also making friends because it, now Lev knows me outside of just you. And like Hannah was there, Burner, who we had on the episode. Awesome getting to s- yeah. yeah. Getting to spend like more time with people who might only know me through you. I also feel like it makes you indirectly more interesting when it's like yeah i fucking rolled through solo yeah like yeah i'm here yeah yeah or especially if you're not looking around the room like oh man who's gonna talk to me you're just like i'm here to have a good time yeah easy to approach yeah it was a good time do you ever go places solo uh i go everywhere solo oh all right right. i don't well that maybe (laughs) explains uh (laughs) it's all really adding up now (laughs) (laughs) mara has had Mara has had a record of marriages and also <laughs> engagements. Uh, very much probably will beat Molly and I the rest of our life, even oh, combined. Yeah. yeah. Total. So <laughs> maybe that's really the key. <laughs> Just beating to her own drum all the time. And that's what attracts people. You've been married more times than I've been to weddings, I feel You've like. You've been married more than the relationships I've been in. Yeah. <laughs> even Eric. ones where you go, I mean, we were a thing for a few months. <laughs> you already have me beat. <laughs> Oh, like damn. one boyfriend, one college thing, and then uh, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this podcast won't be so much the blind leading the blind <laughs> as Molly and I have been doing. Uh, <laughs> <but> <laughs> experts. Yeah, and this is a true expert. Oh, man. I was also going to say this weekend you had uh, oh. your mom was being a real down ass bitch. Yeah. Marianne is a shooter for me. All right. She's. She's been tied up with my dad for a long time now, so she's just trying to get me laid, I guess. Uh, Which is a great mom. Yeah, she's a great mom. Just laid, not a relationship, just laid? I think she's game for either, to be honest. She's pretty like, I just want something in there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't really think she cares either way. Yeah, I don't don't think she does. Uh, But a relationship, probably. Um, So anyway, she was at a funeral. (laughs) 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 She was like, yeah, it was 
was so sad, you know, the, but the woman was turning 90, so everybody gets it. So I started talking to the grandson. He got really cute, and I was showing him pictures of you. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. She's like, and he said he thought you were pretty. I was like, what's he going to say? She's not my type, like, at his grandma's funeral. <laughs> or he tries to, like, swipe left on it right in front of her face. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Do you have another daughter? <laughs> <laughs> does he get anything in the will? <laughs> what did you say? I said, does he get anything in the will? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I know. We need to think about these okay. things. Okay. Yeah, why couldn't she ask that question? <laughs> yeah, she didn't ask any of the important questions. <laughs> I know. Also, this man does not even live in my hometown where this funeral was or in New York, but she was asking him if he would ever consider moving to New York oh City. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, he didn't say no. <laughs> where he lives yo your mom is the epitome of like you can't give her a window <laughs> you give her a slight crack in a window she's gonna open it <laughs> she's, she's like the what you assume of men of like you give them an inch they take a foot that's yeah. your mom that's fair <laughs> like you didn't say no so it's gonna happen yeah she was like i think our families would really get along great <laughs> she's like planning the wedding at this funeral the only one she wouldn't get along with is dead so let's yeah. move on <laughs> Now that bitch is gone. <laughs> Molly, there's so much room for you. Come on in. They throw a nice event. Oh my the God. The whole family comes out. Yeah. She's yeah. like at the funeral like, man, we had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> a little twisted. But funerals are weirdly like reunions. Yeah. yeah. So, Especially when it's an old person and it's more of like a celebration, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> God, that's, that's so fucked up. <laughs> Guys, I'm really hungry. You know, everyone's today. just like relieved. Like, yeah. oh, that burden's yeah. gone. Uh, man. <laughs> healthcare is crazy these oh, days. <laughs> it's like make... before your kids could drive. You got to bring them everywhere, you know? All right. Well, oh, we're going to definitely get into uh, <laughs> having Mara on the podcast. So, Mara has been married three times. Yes. Engaged a total of seven. Seven times. Which we won't have time to delve into each one individually too much. We're just going to do it like a little bullet point timeline here. So, first marriage. First marriage, 19. 19. 19, yes. How long did you know this man? Uh, four months. Four months? Yes. So, you knew him a total of four months. Fourth month, you were getting married? Yeah, he was my boss. <sighs> Where did you work? Toyota Financial. You were going to Toyota Financial Shout at 19. Shout out to my Tacoma. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Oh, crap. I That's know. a hell of a job for a 19-year-old. Yeah. Well, I was. I uh, went to school early. I have a, one of those birthdays that's like right on the cusp. And mm. what my mom should have done was held me back so I could have had friends. And then what she didn't do was uh, do that. So she put me ahead of time. And then I skipped ahead as well. And then in my senior year, I went to Grand Valley State University. And... Uh, like one semester so i was like doing the college thing yeah so i had a whole bunch of college credits early and then i moved to san diego graduated early damn wow started working for toyota yeah that's amazing yeah and do you ever ask how old was your boss 52 whoa oh crap (laughs) so uh i'm guessing he did not ask like your father for permission no 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 (laughs) (laughs) that'd be a hell of a pitch (laughs) what a salesman (laughs) he comes with like a new toyota (laughs) (laughs) he did get my sister because my sister got married like two weeks after we started uh fucking and uh he for my sister's wedding 
he got her all new cars for the, all the wedding party. What? So that we <laughs> borrowed a whole bunch of different, like, super fancy Toyotas for the oh wedding party. And we all drove into it. Like, we painted them and everything, and he didn't care. It was so great. What? Just and you gave them cars to paint? To, like, you know, when you're, like, just married and yeah. all the groomsmen, we all wrote. I mean, we had to give them back after the wedding. But uh, okay. And then they sold them to people. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and you guys had only been sleeping together for like two, two weeks. weeks. Wow. I know. Wow. Yeah. Homeboy was into it. Yeah. Wow. But something of like when you're 52, I'm almost like, but is that just, was that the age? You're just like, you just don't care anymore? You're like, yeah. How many years we got left? 20? <laughs> Whatever. Give them the toilets. <laughs> just give them the cars. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, so then how long did that marriage uh, last for? Do you know? I had no idea. Uh, I actually <laughs> just texted him and I was like, hey, were we married like a year and a half or two and a half years? And then his new wife texted me back and then that got real carry. And I was like, listen, Lindsay M., uh, I know it's Miller because we both had the same last name for a little bit. Uh, I'm not trying to fuck. I'm just trying to find out some deets. And uh, <laughs> she wouldn't answer. So I was like, cool. When you figure it out, let me know. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm getting interviewed, you know? I just want to have my facts right. So you still talk to him a little bit. Yeah, we were talking because we accidentally got married again. Like this. Uh, uh <laughs> How do you accidentally get married to a person? Well, San Diego, they went from print, like on paper to digital. And they just made like a section of people married and he went to of course get married again and uh he's you should have it on the pod he's been married six times but uh, Whoa. Oh. Six times. yeah okay i was his fourth wife and then wait, wait. <laughs> so he's got to be like in his 60s or 70s yes okay okay because he was 52 when you got married mm-hmm. okay yeah sorry it's just clicking we should text okay. him in two months see if he has a new wife again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe that wife will be nicer and answer How's questions <laughs> yeah. oh susan lynn's <laughs> She's like, no, nah, we got rid of Liz. <laughs> no, this is Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. So, yeah. So we had been texting. And then on holidays, he would send me pictures of the family because had, I had four children. And, like, I raised them for a while. Oh, my god. So gosh. four kids were already made. made. Yes. <laughs> wow. I almost said made and done. <laughs> 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 they were out of the oven. Free yep. when you came in. Yes. Oh, damn. Well, he had a, br- a newborn when we got married. Oh, man. Yeah. Ooh. Where was that woman? Um, Anne is in is back in Michigan in Kentwood, Michigan, and she's remarried and had four more kids <sighs> because her alimony and child support was generous. <laughs> so oh she was man. living large. Yo, I don't care how much money you gave me. I'm not having four more. No. No. She had eight kids. Like, oh my god. I What's know. her body? A fucking Toyota? <laughs> 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 it's she did try to run me over with her Sienna van. Oh well. <laughs> Oh, that's a hell of a product placement. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and you like work there, so you're like, see, you got the all-wheel drive. <laughs> Very nice. I actually Very like, got nice. it ready for delivery because uh, I was like, oh, this is for your ex-wife. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So then crazy. marriage number two. Oh, two. So that happened pretty fast after marriage one. So I left uh, marriage one. It was pretty crazy. And then marriage two to a um tall mike uh <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to name names you don't want to oh he knows we were married and uh <laughs> <laughs> he was there he, was there. he had a good time yeah i married him and then i divorced him 17 days later 17 days later. well he divorced me um, but it was because he was like if you don't come home i'm divorced i'm leaving you and so i stayed out for three more days and didn't come home and then i went home to nothing so it was great 
Oh, oh man. Yeah. And you said this was the one that you threw like the big, big wedding for. Huge wedding. What was like people's response when 17 days later after this wedding, they all just went to you guys are getting divorced. Well, technically you're supposed to return the presents, but he <laughs> returned all the presents himself and took the cash. Oh, yeah. What? They just give you cash? Yeah. Because people don't give gift receipts. You, right. But it's on your registry. Oh, so they like you check it off your registry. I didn't so know you it's could like get a cash. yeah, Bed Bath and Beyond. You just get like a big credit to Macy's. <laughs> no, <laughs> like whatever. well, we went to Bed Bath and Beyond, and actually, their Bed Bath and Beyond has pretty good records. Like my Dyson, I bought it, and then it has a year warranty, and I didn't have a receipt, and I just went back into the same store I bought it from, and they could look it up, and then mm. they gave me a new one. Nice. I know. Oh, I was like, it's not working in Dyson's. They're supposed well, to work Well, that makes forever. up. Yeah, for yeah. losing all that money. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Damn. Especially like if mainly the guests were like your friends. They I'd were, be livid. They were, yeah, because I, I like ran a whole bunch of gyms in San Diego, like mm-hmm. a family of gyms. And it was a lot of my clients and the members there who I had known forever that were like my family. And they came, but then he had a shit ton. So we had almost 500 people at the wedding. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Yeah. At a country club. That's yeah, it was like, what venue even holds that yeah. many people? His parents' country club. Oh, well. And they charge us full price. Oh, then him returning oh and keeping God. the cash. Wait, they were charged you full they price? They charge us full price. Oh, my God. So you no. also both funded your own wedding. Yeah, I paid for a lot of it myself. I was making good money then. And then... um yeah, he wasn't, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like how he wasn't making good money, and his parents were like, "I mean, we, you need to pay full price for this." I know they're like, "We'll pay for this and this, but then you guys have to pay for the rest." They're oh like, "We'll God. get the band," and you're like, "Oh, funny that you pick something that's not per person." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't pick one per person thing. You couldn't like get the bar, or you know, maybe like one shrimp station at the cocktail hour. No. Like, really help us out. It's like, well, we got the band, that one flat fee. <laughs> got that and the car oh no he's got the car <laughs> <laughs> yeah i did have a flip out because i also didn't want it to be i was like this is my second wedding my first marriage was actually real like i don't want to this is embarrassing like i'm very old school on that mm-hmm. and i wanted it we got married to the public on cinco de mayo so technically okay i'll just i'll tell everybody something that no one knows we got married secretly in February. We were riding our bikes and his, his mom was driving me crazy about the wedding. And I was like, I can't do that. I don't want to do this. Like, this is stupid. I, mm-hmm. Why can't it just be you and I? And we'll just, and he goes, all right. And we were riding our bikes and he goes, we'll go to city hall right now and get married. And we did. We went in our <gasps> cycling gear and we got married and then we got married in for everyone on Cinco de Mayo and Cinco de Mayo was like, let's just have tacos and a margarita thing. And then just yeah. drink and have fun. And she was like, I want celadine green dresses. I want the Sharari chairs. I want the lace over. I was like, I don't even know what I'm any of this is. Yeah. For this stuff. His mom was saying this? Yes. Oh, oh and then damn. she doesn't pay for it. Correct. See, oh, this that's is fun. you and vice versa of like, I guess my fear of getting married is like, okay, if I'm not paying for it, then I pretty much have no say. <laughs> yeah. And I'm accepting that I have no say. Because if it's like, if, I, if it's not the money coming out of my pocket, mm-hmm. who yeah. am I to argue with my mom or their mom? Like, yeah. if you are the two paying for it, I'll be like, just let me pick the dress. If I can yeah. just pick it, <laughs> tell me what how much money I can even spend. Just, you know, like, I don't care. Yeah. But if I was paying for it and then someone else is making demands, it's like, okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. What was like your husband's position in that of like with his mom making all these demands and like things that you don't want on your wedding day 
Well, that was a big problem and why we didn't last is because mm-hmm. he would never he would always pick her over me. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So that was one of the things is uh even when I brought my brother over my brother was living with us for mm-hmm. a little bit and he I was like, I wanna bring my brother to Thanksgiving and uh he wasn't answering his phone and my brother didn't have anything to do. He was supposed to work. So I just brought him over to their house. Yeah. And she opens the front door and she goes, mm, I just wanted to be family only. I was what? like, Whoa. Yeah, he's my family. Oh, yeah. So then I was like, peace. We're going to go then. Oh I'm not going to just my leave God. him alone. Right. And so I took him home and he didn't come. He stayed and had Thanksgiving with them. Oh, my God. Yeah. How <sighs> long did this marriage last? Seven. That was 17 days. Oh, that right. One was right, right, right. Well, 17 that. days from Cinco de Mayo. So okay. really, like, legally longer than that. So almost, like, three months. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess on to the third marriage. Yeah. <laughs> 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 What's behind door number three? Yeah, no, what's behind <laughs> door number three? Oh, I forgot to ask. With the second one, how long were you dating or knowing each other before you got married? Like six months. Okay. Oh. So there's a bit of a pattern. I <laughs> 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 meant to be your therapist, but okay. Um, so number three, how long did you two know each other? Uh, not long. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Whew. Yeah, and he, uh, we talked about. We had a conversation that wasn't like a big ask uh, on a train platform. <laughs> <laughs> what was this after having like the once big wedding? Yeah. Say. You're in love again. You're like, I want to be with this person. I want to mm-hmm. get married again, which I don't know if you do want to get married again, but say you do. Mm-hmm. Are you doing like small city hall? Or are you like, would you ever throw a big wedding again? Or are you like one and done believer? Like I did that one time. I would enough. like to have like a very pretty dinner outside, like put ca- like candles out at night and just keep it quiet and just be like, thank you for coming. This is it. Here's my 16 friends <laughs> and this person that is putting the food out for me so I don't have to get up and do it. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't I can see everyone that's there from the table. <laughs> so not 500 people. Yeah. <laughs> I know I didn't sit. I didn't. I sipped one glass of champagne that whole night. Oh, my God. And to say hello and thank you to every single person. Ugh. He didn't do shit like he was dancing and he was hammered. No. And then he went and had milkshakes with everyone because it was his parents country club so they turned on the milkshake machine (laughs) and then they had milkshakes and i was in this tiny ass garter and uh underwear like piece and he peeled off my thing and then he like patted me on the back and he goes i have uh, i have gas because that milkshake (laughs) is really hitting me and i was like (laughs) on your wedding night yeah (laughs) oh man yeah. Oh, so you probably didn't fuck on your wedding night. No. <laughs> Did you ever fuck on your wedding night of all three? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> <Ooh>. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I was going to say the day in general, even if, uh, you know, he didn't, homeboy didn't have too much of a milkshake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's something that I've secretly always wondered. How many couples do actually have sex on the wedding night that have the big wedding? Because it's just a long, yeah. exhausting day. It's so exhausting. And obviously, you know, the same day, just like. Well, I, I think it was happening before, but more publicly, everyone's like, yeah, clearly we've slept together. This isn't <laughs> yeah. the we first night it's it. happening yeah. type yeah. thing. Or it's also funny of like, yeah, we got this block of hotel rooms, so my parents are on this floor, and <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, can't wait to go up there and have sex with just everyone <laughs> around us. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, I'm always feeling like I'm going to be like, I'm tired. I was at a hair salon at 7 a.m. Don't touch me. <laughs> and also, hotel beds are nasty. They're great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're like, I'm in the wedding seat. You're like, cool, where all the other couples fucked. <laughs> <laughs> How romantic. <laughs> like, I'm going to, like, buy a Casper mattress to have that, like, get blown up. Well, that's what you 
can do with that air mattress oh for your next wedding. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> my ex-boyfriend's air mattress that I told him I don't have. Okay. <laughs> Well, I hate to ask this question. Well, maybe not hate to ask, but I'm curious. So a lot of this research we do, you know, specifically uh, the rules and Getting to I Do, we've talked about a lot, which are two different books. Uh, Getting to I Do, I just looked up, has this chapter that basically is called like how to get what you want without asking for it kind of navigate. So I feel like in your relationships, do you feel you're more like the feminine energy? You like your man to be very masculine, very man, take control. Mm -hmm. Because it even sounds like when you were like, man, I'm freaking out. I don't know. I'm a little stressed. You loved that he basically was like, all right, let's go. We'll get married right now. And you're like, yep, sounds good. (laughs) Good solution. (laughs) I was going to get my nails done at the salon, but I'll go to Vegas. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I was going like to say, that. do you, because in general, since you have been married, obviously, Molly and I, you know, don't even have boyfriends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you almost feel like you at any point ever like consciously made decisions that not weren't like manipulative, but almost were like, oh, okay, this is what I want. And this is like how I'm going to go about to get it, like not be pushy or not give an ultimatum or, or do you feel like, I don't know, man, I just get married. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I definitely manipulate every situation. Ooh, okay. Yeah, but I don't, sometimes I don't know that I'm doing it until the day's over. When I'm like, oh, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> I brought this on myself. <laughs> it's almost like you don't send obvious shots, but you're sending shots. Yeah. I also am very quiet. And then I get, v- instead of, I don't fight. Uh, like verbally I don't get angry out loud I get very quiet and so I think it draws Mm. them to me more and um I don't really want to get married uh so I think that makes them want to get married more even if they don't want to get married they're like Mm -hmm. oh now I'm gonna fucking do this like this is a (laughs) challenge and I'm like no 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 I think it's good that we both don't want to get married Yeah. yeah so it's uh one girl at a show was like, can you tell me like how to do this? Because my first boyfriend, and then she explained the whole first boyfriend. She would mm-hmm. not leave me alone the whole time. And I was like, the <laughs> thing is, I don't talk very much. And she goes, I could do that. And I was like, I don't think you can. How <laughs> 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 about you prove it to me? <laughs> Let's practice right now. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know you. You won't leave me alone. <laughs> you can talk to me when you exit. <laughs> Oh, shit. Well, that's a lot of these books. That's the number one thing they say is women do tend to give too much information. Yes. Like we are not as well trained of like, no, be a little mysterious. Mm -hmm. And it's not, I don't think that's a manipulative thing. I think it's just being conscious of, especially I think when I get nervous, I get very chatty, Mm -hmm. especially on a first date. (laughs) Like a lot of times the men are typically the ones that will be like asking you questions first and you're kind of like talking and you're almost like waiting for like, and when are they going to chime in? And when is this going to be done? Because you don't want to sit in that silence. But do you just expect them to answer a question that they've asked you? Like no. When you, okay. So you ask them a question. Yeah. And then they don't go, they don't divulge of like a full answer? Well, it's more of I've been on dates with guys that I'm like, I think you're trying to do the trick that I'm trying to do. <laughs> it's, it's just to get you to talk. And so I don't have to say as much. <laughs> <laughs> so you're both just asking each other questions not even answering yeah, yeah, them yeah. <laughs> yes and what about you yes what about you but we already did me <laughs> like, can you elaborate on that <laughs> i feel like when i get nervous i just blank and i get so awkward it's like there's nothing in my head <laughs> i have bullet points of things that i i okay. like think of some questions ahead of time that's that a good idea make them give me elaborate answers 
and then I can do those off and like think about my own little things while we're talking. (laughs) 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 Are they the same questions for every person? Well, it's things that I want to know. Okay. Like, uh, I'll ask them what their most irrational fear is and then what mm-hmm. their, like, most, like, their craziest fear that they're holding on to that they've never told anyone. And the last guy was like, I just feel, li- feel that I'm going to work myself to death and not live a life. Ooh. And I was like, whoa. Damn. And I was like, that was a very vulnerable answer. I, th- I appreciate that. And I was like, I don't want to be left in the shopping mall. <laughs> <laughs> like not to say that uh, your fear is you know <laughs> not to say you're more of a pussy than me but i'm just worried about getting left in a mall i was gonna say like with bags <laughs> you're like don't leave me carrying all these bags <laughs> what did he say he was like what <laughs> I, i'm like have you been left in a shopping mall before i think so because every time and my second husband would do this to me like we would be in a store looking for shoes specifically and i'd be like hey what about this one and he would just be gone and it just takes over my whole body like i feel paralyzed i feel like i'm gonna fall down and i'm oh. like oh my god i'm here by myself and and i just start crumbling and then he's like oh i'm still right here and i'm like Fuck you. Oh, like, damn. I wow. Know. I'm like, I have peed myself. <laughs> <laughs> a little diarrhea came out. I don't know. <laughs> now we need to leave. <laughs> I know. So I, yeah. And I was like, so your fear of not living a life and my fear is the same. <laughs> That's interesting. Because yeah. like you said before that you go places alone a lot, but just being left. Yeah. So if we go to, if we go together somewhere, mm-hmm. we're together. That is it. Like mm-hmm. that is <laughs> That is it. I don't care who I'm going with. If I go by myself, I know I'm by myself. Okay. Yeah. That's very interesting. Because I can get myself home. It's not a big deal. Yeah. I mean, I've gone to a rave and was left there, and I was fine when I got home. I didn't even have money to get home. I was like, I'll figure it out. <laughs> but yeah. So maybe I just need ecstasy for every time I go out. <laughs> Keep it in your purse. There we go. That's the solution. <laughs> oh, damn. I was going to say, since, I guess, going through, you know, three divorces or mm-hmm. several breakups of the engagement mm-hmm. seven times. Yeah. Do you feel like since each one, did you feel your standards for men in dating in the future increased or lowered or kind of stayed about the same? And you just kind of kept those back pocket like, okay, this was a bad sign of that guy. Like, let's move on. Um, I think, so I didn't get engaged or marry the, my last guy, the breakup. Uh, and I think he has made a big shift. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> now that I'm 87, <laughs> I'm going to have a standard, you know, like that is, uh, Oh, that caused a shift in you. Yes. A hundred percent. So I'm not even like, I'll, I'll go through, remember, the, I don't know what movie it was, but with Phoebe from Friends. Like, what's her real name? And she was oh, like, Lisa Lisa are you married? Are you sick? Like, mm. what, have you been divorced? Like, she keeps going through. And then if they answer no, then she's like, next. Immediately. Yeah. I feel like that person now. I'm like, mm, okay. I'm like, oh, you want to talk to me? Okay. What are these things? I'm like, so, nope. Sorry. Out. I was going to say, so the questions now that you're asking on dates, especially like fresh off another breakup. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, she's not on me. <laughs> Just, uh, you know, another one for you. I mean, I feel like they don't bother you as much. <laughs> this one bothered me a lot. And I think it's because he lied so much. Uh, mm, yeah. yeah. 
that'll mess uh, with you because especially you're like how did i not catch it when i was in it well i knew i'm mad at myself because i knew it like i i'd catch it and i mm-hmm. was like i just don't my gut is like you, this is mm. there's so many things wrong and i would wake him up at three and I'd be like okay see how th- how this didn't add up <laughs> 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 and then he would sit up and talk to me and i was like mm, all right all right i'll give mm-hmm. it i'll give in and then at the end like at after our breakup i went i did i went crazy like an, a little bit i did all the research i asked all of his friends i was like this time I felt uneasy. Was this the truth or was this not the truth? And I found out I was right the whole time. Every uh, single lie. Gotta listen to that gut, man. <sighs> gotta listen to the gut. But it's our hard, trash. I mean, it's hard to listen to the gut on a, on a big decision, of especially, you know, you were with this guy two years, right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, you've been together a while. This isn't, okay, we've been dating too much. Like, mm, I have some bad feeling about this guy. And it's like very easy to basically bounce yes. when it's been two months as opposed to two years. two years or especially on two years to just leave on the gut feeling feels crazy like you're like am i crazy just yeah. being like eh, my gut is a little off i feel like he's lying uh, i'm we're gonna break up like especially <laughs> i mean you date in new york like us and it's like man it is just freaking hard it mm-hmm. is hard like it's hard to find anyone that even wants a committal thing even you know, one that's in it and lying, but it's like, well, they committed though, kind of. Like, you really like, I kind of won <laughs> before this started to go bad. <laughs> I have a question of, like, you were with this person for two years mm-hmm. that you did not get engaged and not get married. That's longer than some of your marriages or engagement relationships. Do you feel like, in some ways, that was like a more, I don't want to say more mature relationship but like that breakup might be harder than some of the engagements or marriages because of the sort of like the life that you built together in that time and that might hold more power than a ring in some um, ways damn Molly that was good thank you yes, that is a good question and I did have a lot of time invested but I was more like a mom I okay. think in that relationship so uh, than anything I was doing mm-hmm. most of the labor of that relationship Okay. Like he would f- plan fun things every once in a while, but uh, he worked a lot. So it was, I mean, it was, we work a lot as comedians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, it's so always like very hairy. Or a personal trainer. Yeah. And you still bartend, correct? I don't bartend anymore. Not anymore. But God. when you first started dating him, right? It was mm-hmm. basically three jobs. Comedy, bartending, mm-hmm. and personal training, which is personal training early in the morning, bartending. Five to 11, yep. You know, midday till late mm-hmm. and comedy at night. So mm-hmm. it's like, you for you to like be even mapping out time for a person means like they're you know very special and valuable to you yes. so to feel like someone else is just like oh i'm busy i work you're like yeah i work too man <laughs> that's why i'm asking you when are you free <laughs> like, that's why i'm planning something in advance <laughs> share me your calendar yeah <laughs> give me the calendar <laughs> i'll find an opening yeah. i know he was such a pain in the ass he was hot to me while we were dating but that's it <laughs> <laughs> Well, there it is. You learn, you learn more about someone at the end of a relationship uh, than the beginning. The end, you're like, well, turns out just hot. Well, you, you knew him like when when I first. I, mean, I didn't know him well, but I knew who he was. Yeah, you know who he is. But when I when I looked at him when I first started seeing him, I didn't think he was attractive. And then he became more attractive over time. And then mm-hmm. it, towards the end, I was like, Are you gonna cut your hair ever? Like, <laughs> <laughs> over this <laughs> <I know>. groom <laughs> yourself which if you look at me for cosign he is a good looking guy that, mm-hmm. that's yeah. for sure yeah um i was gonna say after breakups in general do you have you ever found anything specific that helps you kind of move on and get over it or like what's kind of your go-to like you and someone break up whether it was say divorce or relationship like this guy 
Do you have any go-to resources okay, so or activities? Before, when I first was getting divorced and uh, breaking off engagements, which happened like pretty consecutively earlier in my like 20s, uh, I would just move far away, which is not a good plan. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, don't run. Stay, sit in it, meditate, process, get through it. Now I find it's harder if you stay and like initially, but then you go through it faster. So mm, I didn't run okay. and every question that I had and any feeling that I had, I contacted him and I was like, here's the thing. This is what I found out. What do you have to say about it? And uh, he, an- he would respond. And now that I've gotten a hundred percent of all my things processed, I told him, fuck off and die. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I, I, don't have your, anger phase. I don't have your air mattress. And <laughs> <laughs> Buy another one. <laughs> yeah. Buy another one on your way to get your hair cut. <laughs> <laughs> Still throwing in those dicks. <laughs> I was going to say, when you're dating new people now, do mm-hmm. you right out the gate? If they ask like any questions about past relationships or especially like I think a first date question I've gotten from people is like, oh, you know, do you ever want to get married or have kids? And uh, like, do you, are you like funny thing about that? <laughs> 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 I've already done one. Well, because we're comics and uh, I'm very open about my life. You can Google me immediately and find out everything. So mm-hmm. I don't say anything over text until we first meet. And then I'm like, hey, these are the things I need to tell you about me. And uh, I'm like, strap in. It's going to be like a 10 minute thing. And then at the end, you can make your judgments and I'll tell them the whole story. And then they're like, oh, OK, that's reasonable. And I'm like, see, have you ever had anyone that reacted negatively to that? No, really? Mm, okay, <laughs> That's wow. It's all in your delivery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I've learned how to package. <laughs> I watched like when you used to watch the Cosby show, right? And he was talk- teaching Vanessa how to do s- a sales job when she had to like sell chocolates door mm-hmm. to door. And he's like, okay, imagine your favorite food. He's like, what's your favorite food? And she's like, I really want a steak. And he's like, mm, steak. And he's like, and he's like, imagine you're at your favorite restaurant and a steak comes out. It's like this juicy steak. And then you've got mashed potatoes, and, like broccoli. And the waiter brings it, pulls that silver thing off. And it's like hot. And he puts it down on the table imagine how that is and she's like okay i've got it and he goes imagine that same steak and mashed potatoes and broccoli on the top of a dirty garbage lid and he's like you're not gonna eat that he's like it's all in how you played it and i was like noted (laughs) 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 i will take your free drugs and your lessons (laughs) (laughs) not terrible advice not terrible <laughs> advice. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, uh, I was going to say, do you ever feel, or I guess it sounds like from people you're actually like on a date with mm-hmm. and you tell them your story, you don't ever feel like shame or judgment or anything from them. If about they're like going to have shame or judgment, that's their own issue. Mm-hmm. That's, I, that's very true. true. And that's sometimes it's how they're because I want to date older guys. Obviously, I have a thing. <laughs> and, <laughs> and sometimes like it like the last guy I went out with is Italian. So he's got like that old school Italian. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at the same time, they're men with penises and I'm an attractive human being and I dress well for dates. So <laughs> they're not going to turn me away. You do. You do the epitome of one of the books. Mm-hmm. is basically like, look hot. Yeah. <laughs> 
Look caught in a lot of other uh, things uh, people don't mind as much. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm trying true. not to have true. sex. After, I'm trying not to have sex for a while. And uh, so I do shave everything, even my butthole, before dates. Because you know when you're like not... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're trying to not have sex, but you're fully shaving. Yeah, because when you are ready, it never happens. Oh, you're oh, like... Oh, that's oh, true. You're unplaying like the yeah. Munda, You know, yeah, that's when you're like... Yeah. Yeah it happens that's so funny because molly upon going to this party by herself there was someone that i'm like oh he's so hot and i think he's gonna be there and i almost told her like oh i hope you meet so and so but then i didn't say it because i was like erica if you say it then he's not gonna be there she's not gonna meet him. <laughs> like i knew like there was something in me that was like you're gonna jinx it. i know but i've never heard this the shaving of the opposite but it's yeah. true i've been there a handful of times where like every time yeah. fresh fresh wax and you just want someone to touch it no one does till it's getting That's prickly. <laughs> did, you, <laughs> did you ever have any rules about when to sleep with somebody in terms of like number of dates or yeah. oh yeah, so you've always kind of navigated a certain yeah. way. I well, always do third date. Third date. Okay. Yeah. So you're always like only till the third date, even if maybe well, I you're fucked George on the first date and dated him for two years. I fucked my first husband on the first night, but typically <laughs> I really tr- I really try like. My second husband on our second date, he got we both got hammered on two martinis, hammered because we were both athletes and we didn't drink yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I went in my room. I was like, you cannot drive home. You can sleep here, but you cannot drive home. Uh, and I was like, we are not fucking. And then I went into my room and I put on every single pair of underwear that I owned. Stop. And <laughs> <Stop. laughs> <laughs> not necessarily Almost like, like he'll get tired out. He'll <laughs> <laughs> take off three pairs and just quit. <laughs> and then I went out and he was like messing around. He was like, what did you do? But then he was also like, you're going to lose your legs if you keep these on. <laughs> like, oh my you're God. You're probably right. <laughs> and then we fucked. But, uh, <laughs> what a trick. <laughs> Honey, I'm really worried about your circulation. <laughs> Let's get these off. <laughs> but I was going to say, in other times when you've like slept with somebody on the first date, did it typically not lead to relationships? Is that what made you have a three-date rule? Or are you in general... More like a, I want to see if they kind of stay and are into me, or I'm into them. Okay, so it doesn't that doesn't dictate how long the relationship lasts for me. I'll I'll stay with people forever if we fuck on the first date or not. It does, however, dictate how the relationship goes. Mm. Like <laughs> I don't want to be known for I don't know why, but men really sexualize me. Like it's a uh, like well, you it, are it's sexy. Just, Thank you. Just <laughs> <laughs> is it my unshared? I was like, a you a shout there. I know, but like, <laughs> it's like, aggr- it's aggressively sexualized. Okay. Hmm. It's kind of insane what, uh, what happened. So, uh, if I fuck them on the first night, then the rest of it's just about fucking. It's like, it takes a minute for them to be realize, oh, she has a personality. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, no. she talks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, I try not. I'm like, set it up as courting so that they can keep take down that alpha role and I can be like the little girl that doesn't want to order food that you can <laughs> order for me. <laughs> and then that, yeah. I like married. I like that look on it because like yeah. the the books all obviously say don't sleep with them on the first date which a lot I, of them say not even till you have a commitment yeah of some kind yeah which 
come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's almost 2020. Why would I want to commit if I don't know if this is good? Right. Yeah. Like, right. That's like not that, fair. Yeah. It's such a huge part of a relationship is having sex with someone and your sexual chemistry. Yeah. Um, but what I like of what you were saying is that it's not for you about like leading them on and like getting them hooked. It's like making sure that they really see you as a person, because yeah. I think we've all been there of like you sleep with someone and then a few weeks or months in you're like oh i don't think you really know who i am or anything really about me yeah they just yeah. send you like dick pics or yeah. sexy texts and you're like can you ask me about my fucking day it yeah. was hard it was a hard day yeah. Yeah. i did a lot of shit yeah, it was harder and than your dick yeah i <laughs> 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 oh, think that's hard <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> 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 like, i mean honestly <laughs> I do look at everybody's hands on the date. Like, really? I'm like... You're a believer of hand correlation? I d- to I size? It has to be like something. Really? Don't you think? I, I haven't found any correlation with hands. How many dicks you seen? I mean, <laughs> probably not as many as you. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, I'm not trying to say I'm an expert. Uh, I think there's a little correlation. There's gotta be. There's some. I don't think so. I haven't really noticed. How big do you think Trump's dick is? I don't know, but that to me, <laughs> but that to me, tiny. but that to me, yeah. I feel like I, I more, <laughs> I more correlate personality to dick size, way more. Personal, okay. Oh, like, like I'm more of a like believer of like quote big dick energy. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More so than someone's hands. So the fact you're like, how big do you think Trump's dick is? I'm like, I don't think Trump has a small dick because of his hands. I think he has a small dick of his personality and how he you behaves. You have big BDE. How big your clit? Yeah. Is well, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't compared. But, uh, you got BC. <laughs> yeah, join the Patreon. We'll uh, compare them on the Patreon. Uh, <laughs> Match the clit to the lady. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, actually, that'd be a more helpful game for children, though, for young men. To be like, clit's important. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I mean, to more be like, you know, you got to find it. Where does it go? Let's this to school. Where's the... <laughs> They would learn more than the stupid stuff they have to do now. I, the little I've movies. been going on so many dates and one guy, I was like, oh, the clit. And he goes, yeah, but that's like, and he starts explaining, I go, what is it like? And I just yeah. like leaned in and he goes, it's like that thing that it's like, and I go, and I was like, you made a humongous hand gesture. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think it is? Like over and under. <laughs> just over and under you know <laughs> just the whole there <laughs> and then he was like sweating and i was like i'm gonna let you go on this one but oh i want God. you to go home and google <laughs> spend some time <laughs> and don't text me <laughs> ever again yeah oh god um i was gonna say her thing about being like overly sexualized i'm like i feel i have the opposite problem we've talked about this recently yeah. of like like you said with the big dick energy or like kind of the more masculine energy i naturally have mm-hmm. and do you feel like you naturally have that Molly? no i think when people see me i get like a little bit more sexualized or like kind of in that girly girl bucket mm-hmm. and then when people like talk to me they're kind of thrown off of like oh what the fuck is happening <laughs> like, i do put on girl voice okay like this is my radio voice this is a little deeper but mm-hmm. i do have a more feminine voice that i use for dates can we hear it that's so funny you call it that i call it phone voice <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just a little higher okay i mean it's it's kind of like just up here okay you're like oh yes i'd love a prosecco but can you put it in a rocks glass <laughs> thank you and you're just like softer 
Oh okay. man, that would definitely make me talk less because I would hate hearing myself <laughs> sound like that. <laughs> I'd be like, ew, don't say that. Stop talking. <laughs> I feel like I can't really control my voice, especially when I get nervous. Like sometimes I can't control the voice inflections. So everything just sounds like a question and it's not. <laughs> like this is happened on work client calls. And I've had to like send like a DM to my VP of like, I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> but it's fine we get through it <laughs> they fired us later <laughs> Jesus. were you like are you firing us <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of coverage <laughs> did we mall did we i was like god damn it <laughs> yes we did <laughs> well i was like there's also the trick of uh laughing at what they say yeah now being like a comedian mm-hmm. do you have you ever done this or have you tried them been like oh this is crushing my soul I to make this man crushes. believe he's being funny <laughs> it crushes i it can't crushes. do it you can't do it no yeah it crushes you yeah i feel the same way i also oh. don't have a good fake laugh <laughs> they'd be like are you okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't be like, do you have something stuck in your throat i'm like i'm laughing this i'm flirting <laughs> Floating very much. Thank you. I laugh when I like get nervous or just like don't really know what to do. So even if I'm like miserable, I'm gonna laugh and I don't know why. Like it just comes out. It's, <laughs> I send the wrong vibes. Do you have like an internal voice like shut up? Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> stop, stop. Yeah, and I just lose all control. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> I'm not a good date. Guys. I have a friend that sounds exactly like. like you guys have the same voice and oh, for really? some reason when she gets nervous she talks about her like people that have died and, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then i can't stop laughing because she's like and then my cat died and i'm like <laughs> she's, she's like i don't know what the best <laughs> she does this like on dates <laughs> like, like out in public she just gets, gets so nervous she's like so socially awkward. she's an engineer so uh-huh. socially awkward and then she's like yep and then my grandpa died <laughs> and i'm like Whoa. oh and she's laughing too okay <laughs> well at least she's giggling along yeah you know? oh god no one understands what's happening but oh, her man. and i are laughing very hard <laughs> oh damn oh. uh I guess we only have a couple questions. We gotta get wrapped up soon. Yeah. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? Um. So we were wondering, what double standards have you experienced as a divorced woman? Well, um, I don't think that I. Well, my second marriage, I was married for seventeen days, and mm-hmm. he got the house, and I had to pay him thirteen grand. Wait, why? Because I made the money. In the relationship, so I was training him to for the Olympics. And so he was unemployed. So when we left, I had a huge income and he had nothing. So he took the house. And But also I was like, take it, you loser piece of shit. Have it all. Well, also you were moving because that was your literal move <laughs> yeah. back then. I know. Yeah. Like, I'm going to take the house because I already packed up my car to <laughs> drive it to the sunset. Late. <laughs> you want um, it? You got it. Yeah. The first marriage I burnt all of our assets to the ground before we it was over so um i i don't have any ki- like it's hard because i don't have any children mm-hmm. or uh homes or anything so for me it was just like a quick split you know so mm-hmm. i don't really have any double standards okay but uh. in terms of like people like interacting in the world have you ever basically oh. s- watched like a male friend of yours that's divorced 
say he's divorced and almost like how you know people react to him being divorced versus you disclosing you've been divorced oh got it okay so i have a different energy about me than um like most women that i know that are divorced and uh we should just like grab your vagina and and lift yourself up because a lot of people (laughs) are like i'm so divorced i'm broken and i'm like i'm fucking divorced and that's just how it is Mm -hmm. and if you lead with this is my life and that's it Mm -hmm. and people are like okay and that and they can't you're like i'm open about it Mm -hmm. i'm this is it happened life happens uh then other people will take it a lot easier and they won't judge you it's just like when you're on stage and you have a tough time delivering a first joke like Mm. the first time you have you kind of stutter through it and people don't accept it because you didn't deliver it correctly Mm -hmm. if you say it the way you're gonna say it then people will just be like okay I'll eat that sandwich. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Cause that's really like the heart of what this podcast is about is owning your shit and basically just knowing yourself well enough to get through like the, I hate this word, like the baggage that you bring into your relationship. Everyone has it in some way, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and we've talked about ours a lot and just owning, owning what you have. And I think other people will respect it if you're sure in yourself first yeah it's just easier mm-hmm. than hiding yeah well, that was the other question i wanted to ask you was like what advice would you give to someone that is newly divorced talk about it openly mm-hmm. just uh you might think that people don't want you to have that conversation but they can know that if you look at someone you're like how are you doing and you're like oh fine you know that you that person has so much going on underneath the surface and they're just not sharing with you. Right. So you come off as inauthentic and insincere. So if you're just like, Hey, I'm not great. I'm going through divorce, but we're getting through it. Brighter mm-hmm. days to come. Then, then you're like, I got it out there. It's off my shoulders. Now mm-hmm. everybody can t- take a big exhale. So, uh, yeah, just be authentic. I like that. I do too. Um, there's one last one I wanted to end with. Um, I have one of <clears throat> just like other people outside of, you know, the men that you've been with, but like friends. And this is something that sometimes like happens to me as someone who will like, like physically comes across as more of this feminine energy. Right. Mm-hmm. And like people trying to control your life and like fix your mistakes or tell you what to do. Have you had that, like have your divorces and your relationships kind of been, instigating other challenges and other relationships in your life or had been almost an invitation for people to interject their own opinions on you that weren't asked for at all uh i mean i grew up in a very irish catholic family okay so everybody always wants to do that and have judgment yeah (laughs) (laughs) actually i was pretty much ostracized from my family after my first divorce and then my like the golden cousin got a divorce and everyone kind of was like oh i'm so sorry that happened and she called me and asked me for advice and i was like oh, <laughs> <laughs> look who uh, fell off the tree here did you feel like they changed their tune towards you at all for everybody golden did. Cousin? everyone did yeah oh. and i was like people go through trauma everybody like everyone goes through their own shit and that's fine and i wasn't like ha 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 told yeah. you so mm-hmm. i just was kind of cool about it good for you yeah like, well, I just can't believe people at all judged you and weren't immediately like, she was 19. I was yeah. 19. He beat me. He broke my face into a glass table. And then I was what? like, I should go. You know, like that. 
why would I stay? You know, yeah. like, what? <laughs> so, so it, but any part of that of them essentially being like, ugh, got divorced. <laughs> like, shame on you. It's like, shame on me? Like, I think it's more, I think, I mean, if I was your mom, I would just feel like so terrible that like I didn't realize what was happening in mm-hmm. your relationship or even the fact that like you were hooking up and had this thing and it just like it just happened so quickly I think they more just felt bad that that all happened to you but it's still like man why I don't I can't believe anybody would ever put blame on you like I, 19 yeah 19, 19. God, you can barely vote yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should be able to make those decisions <laughs> Jesus <laughs> 19 like I, I was like i was like a you know had my stuff together good kids to, you know had good grades like went to college all that but i'm still like 19 making life decisions like that like huge life on. decisions yeah 19 year old molly was a shit show <laughs> 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 what's uh freshman year at college and we don't need to go back there <laughs> yeah. yeah i had my wedding toast I ordered a glass of uh, glass of champagne and had to give a fake ID to get it. <laughs> oh, on my, my God. wedding night. That's pretty badass that you had a fake ID at your wedding. My yeah. sis- it was my sister's. <laughs> She's standing right next to you. I know. You're like, no, this is me. <laughs> Hello. Also, wasn't your name everywhere at the wedding? Like, no, I got married in Vegas. Oh, at that's right. That's flowers. right. Me okay. and Angelina Jolly. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so you then, think- oh, go ahead. I was going to ask, do you think you would ever get married again? Probably not. No. Just not to have to deal with legal hassle. You're just like. I. Whenever I get married, uh, it does change the relationship. Mm-hmm. And it. I feel like the walls are closing in. And I feel like someone's forcing me to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I want to make that choice every day. I will stay committed to a person forever. Yeah. And I'm the most loyal person. Mm-hmm. But I want to be able to make that choice. Do you believe in love? Yes. Okay. Well, that brings us to our final question. Uh, would you rather... Hold on, I'm going to mess this up. <laughs> Good old would you rather. Would you rather have been divorced three times or have never been in love? Uh, I don't know if I've been in love. Really? really? But is it one of those things that you think you are during and then the relationship ends and you look back and you're like, you weren't in love. Yes. Mm. Ah, you were being tricked <laughs> <laughs> because i know i'm i love like how much i love my niece and nephew and i know how much i love like my dog and i love like certain people like i love you and i love all my friends and so i know what love is and i know that there's a greater like the agape love of of a relationship i know that it's out there and it's touchable i just haven't been there yet mm-hmm. Wow, that's deep. <laughs> you still didn't pick one. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> hypothetically, I was gonna say one. divorce. So you would rather be basically where I'm at now. Where you're at now, even though you're like, I'm not sure those were loved, but I still would have rather loved and taken all those risks. Yeah. But I like oh, that. That's like, a I think that gives people hope. That's a nice hope note to end on. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of in that boat of just like, yeah. Will I ever be in love? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We will see. <laughs> <Air is open>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this has been great. Thank you so much, Mara. Thanks for having me. I know. Thanks. We're definitely going to have you on again because, I mean, we just needed to unpack <laughs> <laughs> the history of this episode. <laughs> so much more. And um, again, th- let people know where everybody can find your podcast. Uh, and all Happy that. Never After podcast on Instagram or HNA Pod on Twitter or just go to iTunes and follow it. And then uh, I'm at Mara Merrick on Instagram, everything. And 
which episode on your podcast do you explain the you dive into this history a little bit more the first in this the first one the full episode and the second half you can if you listen you'll hear the whole story uh, yeah okay. whole story happy <laughs> never after yes mara merrick I don't even say my own name right half the time. Okay, I just want everyone to know that. They're like, is it Spira or Spera? And I'm like, I do both. <laughs> I do both. <laughs> so you can find me at Erica Spira or at Erica Spera. Um, <laughs> at Spirica. <laughs> I'm going to have to Google me. They'll find it, Molly. Okay, go find me and uh, join the Patreon if you want some extra episodes or just to support the pod because we're trying to get a video element added but we don't have the money for it yet yeah you know you want to look at us yeah you know you want to look at this <laughs> hot Mara chilling out and uh <laughs> <laughs> damn it follow the pod on Instagram at shooters gotta shoot pod and I'm at the guacamole uh, oh wait you guys should be uh, reviewing this oh everyone. yes yeah. we always forget to do that we, we might <laughs> this say is that how you beginning. move up in the stats is get everyone to review yes so, especially yeah. I see the numbers not even 10% of you have left a review and we're literally giving away money as well yes, once we hit house. 300 okay we're almost there we need 100 more reviews I have 42,000 subscribers and I have 400 reviews that's it and what? I was like come on exactly same thing not even 10% so review our podcast and then go review happy never after yes <laughs> okay <laughs> Leave a review. We're giving away some monies, okay? And um, we will see you next week. Yeah. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.